you just got to take the good with the bad. And not everyone's going to be pristine. Not everyone's going to have good breath. Not everyone's going to have perfect hair. Not everyone's going to be the most fun client to talk to, right? But it's a job. We're not on vacation. We're not out at the pool side drinking our Mai Tai and doing lashes. No, this is still a job. to you from the City of Roses. This is the broadcast by Lash Professionals and for Lash Professionals. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are going to do a baby cast today, Tuss. It's a baby cast. <laughs> all right, yeah, whatever. Hey, anyway, good to see you. It's so good to see you. Oh, by the way, I see you all the time. <laughs> you know what? I, I see you all the time too, but I still never get over the fact that I so enjoy working and living and doing life with you. Oh, uh, you're so lucky. <laughs> you know what's so funny? You know what's so funny is when we first got married, I yeah. used to think that you were the lucky one. Oh. No, no. You got lucky and from me. Yeah, and then it wasn't until like I matured a little bit. I was like, oh my gosh, she puts up with so much. And I'm like, I am the lucky one. And that's how I feel now. Well, we're both very fortunate and very blessed. And I think that now we should probably move on. Because people are like, okay, enough of you two talking about how cool you both well, think each I, are. Well, I just so. want to put it out there real quick, though. Yeah. It wasn't always this way. No, no, no. We went through no, no, some no. dark years. We went through some dark It was probably like five years. Chapters. Then 28 years here and oh, coming on 29 now. And five, there was five years it where was misery. it was misery. It was, misery. It was bad. It, yeah. was, it was bad. So I think we've shared some, but we'll talk about that sometime. But let's uh, get into today's talk. Yeah. So this doesn't become a mega cast, but stays a baby cast, okay? Yeah. So we're going to talk about today about how to deal with clients- who don't wash their lashes because it happens all the time. We're talking crust, ladies. And I see people complaining and whining and, you know, I get it. It's frustrating. It's upsetting it's online. Gross. It's, it's gross. oily. It's and, crusty. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that. But before, guess what I'm going to do before we do that? What? We're going to do some announcements. Ooh, hey. I love announcements. Yeah, well, I do too because it's... It's what pays cool the stuff. bills, It's right? what pays the bills. Yeah, guys. So anyhow, hopefully you actually come to some of the stuff. We do a lot of other things other than our podcast, and we have LashCon coming up. We have less than 50 tickets. It's actually pretty crazy. Less it than will 50. sell out. Really soon. Um, it might sell out. I think our next price increases in late July. My gut says it'll sell out before that because no one wants to pay even more. Like right now, it's only $7.97, and you can divide it into four payments, 25%, which is a little over $200 over four months. But that's going to end soon, too, because we can't continue to drag out the payments because eventually... We the won't have enough time. Will, well, the payments will come after LashCon. And the uh, truth is, all this money I need beforehand because, truth, this event is extremely expensive. It, we, we Guys, this is not like any event you've ever been to. So please, if you want to get in, this is your call, last call almost. Like, you need to buy your tickets now. And if you need to use that payment plan, use that now because uh, we're going to have to alter the payment plan to only be in three payments soon. And uh, so, anyhow, Dal said, um, get your tickets. By the way, a couple things with LashCon. If you already bought a ticket, we have a whole bunch of add-ons. So if you want to come a day early, you can on Friday or Saturday. We have stuff all day Friday. It's a leadership training where we have basically a couple speakers coming in who are going to teach you some real cool stuff about leadership. And also we have a lawyer coming in to talk about, and we're doing a mastermind. Adam Charlie is coming in who we've had on our podcast and he's going to do a mastermind. So Friday is going to be this amazing day. But we're also networking because it's not going to be a huge group. It's not going to be like a thousand people. It'll only no, be like, so you know, if you come to this, you will definitely walk out with some besties. Yeah. Cause you would be at tables. It's maybe 50 to 80 people. 
intimate. Who are these masterminds good for? This is really for someone who wants to really take their business next level, who sees themselves as a leader, who wants to really invest in their own personal growth, because that's what this day is going to be about. It's going to really help you grow as a leader, network with our like-minded people too. And I think that's really the big thing is finding other people who are driven like you. So when you leave and go home, you have someone that you can call, text, DM, and find commonality with. And that's what this day is about. And it's going to be huge. Do you want to talk a little bit about Adam, like what he's going to be teaching? No, well, he's not. It's a mastermind. So that's what I meant. He doesn't teach. It's more about you guys problem-solving issues in your business, talking about those topics and then sharing with the whole community and you all learning from each other. So it's great. And then we have Jenny Letford coming in. She's going to be talking about building creativity and using diversity to do that. And then we have Rihanna um, coming in to talk about. She's an attorney and she's a beauty professional. So she knows what your business legally needs. And she's going to talk about trademarking and some legal stuff that you need to know about your business. So between the three of them, we're going to give you a lot of great upgrades for your business. Really awesome stuff. That evening when we have a second thing, we're partnering with Jenna Cash from SoCo Lashes. She's going to be teaching a group called Lash Booth Collective. That's in the evening. It's a business course. It's not something that we are teaching or running. We're just giving her access, and she has a class. So you can buy that ticket. It's only $99. The day one's more expensive because the speakers and all that cost a little bit, and that's $350 for that, but it's well worth it. And then we have Lash Lab on Saturday morning. We have four courses, Tasha's Teaching One, Automator, Anna Timonina, and Ali Lily all teaching classes. And that's in the Saturday morning from 9 a.m. till 12. And we also have a breakfast for salon owners but you have to be a salon owner not just a single operator but having staff so you can come and hang out with that that's all extra stuff before LashCon kicks off they all cost a little bit more so if you go in if you're about your ticket you can upgrade and get any of these things especially if you're coming on Friday why not take one of the day one classes or Lash Lab classes because I promise you those will be well worth it because they're super cheap $150 they learn from auto is actually a steal <laughs> so and then what else we have our Lash Retention courses up so just look for all the dates are there Indianapolis is actually discounted because we waited so long to get it out it's only $1,600 of so 18 so you can buy your tickets for that it's August 6th, 7th, then August 27th, 28th, Vegas, October 15th, 16th, Washington, November 19th, 20th, Boston, and back here in LA on December 3rd and 4th. All right, let's get into it. Uh, let's talk about people who don't like to wash their lashes. What, what we're going to do about them? Just fire them all? Well, what do most people do? Well, what happens is people online, I don't know what they do personally. I think they just share what they wish they would do. You hear a lot of talk about, well, oh, it's time to fire them. That's the best way to deal with a client who just won't wash their lashes. Just get rid of them and move on. And I severely doubt that people do that. I mean, I can't imagine sitting down with your client. They come in and they're dirty again. And you're just like, no, what? I'm done. I'm sorry, Mrs. Jones. Come here. Sit down. And you're like, I'm going to tell you something that I've been wanting to tell you for a long time. Mm-hmm. What is it? I'm going to tell you that I no longer want to see you. What? Yeah. You're, Why? You are a dirty person. Ah! <laughs> It's like, what, what? Yeah, your lashes are dirty. You're dirty. You never wash them. I tell you every time to wash them. And so you got to go. <laughs> um, I, or they'll make coach you like this. Well, I just don't know if we're a good fit. Mm. Why is that? Well, because you're dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, I just, that's not happening. I really doubt those conversations. Or if they are, they're going horribly bad. And by the way, welcome to getting a bad Yelp review. <laughs> Because that's the next step. Like, you call me dirty, mother effer. I'm going on Yelp, and I'm going to talk about how dirty your place is and how nasty you are and all that, right? That's going to be what's going to happen. So probably not the best strategy. And I think going in the forums, you see that a lot. No, but listen. Yeah. 
the salon owner or the lash artist can counter by saying, no, it's not that I said she was dirty. I said she was non-compliant. Oh, okay. You think yeah. that'll go over well? Yeah, yeah, that's it. You're non-compliant. You're, you're non-conformist. <laughs> you, know, you, you believe in dirty things and dirty lashes. I bet your house is dirty too and your car is dirty. I don't know, but I think that's not going to be the way. It, it's very combative. And, it's, and it feels empowering because you're, you're taking control. You're showing boundaries. There's better ways of showing boundaries than that. So what do you do when someone doesn't come in and doesn't wash their lashes? Do you, do you try to fire them or what? No. The first thing that I do, okay, for, first of all, I just want to, huh, I'm going to give it all away here right now. There are strategies to deal with this. But the first thing that I have to say is I need you to hear this with love. Talking to the client or talking no, to no, me? No, no, I'm talking to you as a lash artist, oh, as a lash artist. that's okay. frustrated, okay? Because okay. I get it. I get it. I get it. That's probably one of the most frustrating things besides no-shows and late cancellations and all that is the dirty lashes. I mean, that's right up there with Dirty them. lashes is gross. It's also gross when they complain. Oh, about their retention or about yeah. things. Yeah, and like you tell them what to do and they don't do it, yeah. which is what cleaning the lashes is. So th- the biggest thing, and I'm really sorry to burst everybody's bubble here, but the first thing I'm going to say is take a deep breath and get over it. Yeah. Because learning how to deal with this and dealing with this graciously means that you've arrived as a professional. Okay. There are good things about your job and there are things that are not so fun about it. Right. That's true. Not everything's great. I mean, that's one thing. People talk about loving their jobs, but just a side note. There's some things that are just work, guys. I mean, my dad, when I was a kid, told me, if you love, and he said, this is crazy, 20% of your job, you're doing well. He said, for me, he says, I love 80% of my job. And that is really, he says, I am luckier than most. He says, most of my friends like some parts of the job, but most is just work. And I think that's something, there's something to that. You know, dirty lashes probably will never be a fun part of your job. It'll just be part of it. So anyhow. Okay. So you always want to do what's best for the client, right? And you address it. When the client comes in and you've just spent a lot of time cleaning the lashes, you also know that a crusty, nasty lash line is not really that healthy for the meibomium glands. It's not really good. It also contributes to dry eye syndrome, meibomium gland dysfunction. And so the best way for those eyes and lashes to be is clean, right? Mm-hmm. So what you do is I always take a picture of it. And then I clean it really well. And then afterwards I say, hey, Jen, I just want to show you. You cleaned your lashes coming in, but this is what they looked like. And do you see how there's just some little spots here? And this is what I want it to look like afterwards. And then you show them the after picture. A lot of times if you don't take the picture, they have no idea what you're talking about. They don't see it. Think about it. They tell you that all their lashes fell out when you, they have plenty of lashes, but the extensions fell out. They can't see their own eyelashes. Okay. So they may be thinking that they're cleaning, but they're not. Okay. So you do want to give people the benefit of the doubt. And let's say you do this a couple of times and it turns into three or four times and they're still coming in with crusty lashes. You just deal with it. Let me explain. No one likes you right now, by the way. <laughs> Everyone's like, just deal with it. No, you know, that's not how you do this. You just deal with it. What does that mean? You just like Guys, put up listen, with it? Guys, listen, it is part of our job. Okay, think about it. There are hairdressers who have to deal with clients coming in with mega loads of dry shampoo in their hair, or their hair is really, really dirty. Think about it. When you're doing a wig install, there's a lot of nasty hair smell sometimes and oil. Sometimes people don't take care of their extensions and they kind of get like dreads underneath, right? Like what is the hairdresser going to be like? Get out of my chair. I know you're going to spend about $800 here, but get out of my chair because you're dirty. It's just part of the human body. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about, okay, so sometimes you have to go to the gynecologist, right? And sometimes there's Ew. not, 
What do you mean, ew? Well, it's dirty. <laughs> hey. I'm sorry. That was the wrong thing to say. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You. I know. I just totally stepped in it. I'm so sorry. Let's just keep going on. I apologize. Thank you. Yes. The okay. point that I'm trying to make <laughs> is that sometimes there are things that are happening that are beyond our control and we're yeah. embarrassed about it, right? Yes. yes. So you feel like you want to apologize to the staff. They've seen everything already and they're like, it's fine. It's, no it's fine. It's fine. Right. You don't want them to be like, oh my gosh, it really smells in here. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Didn't you use that little wipe we gave you before you came in? I don't even know if we can see you today because you're so gross. I mean, I'm sure there's doctors who have patients who are just dirty. I don't even go to a gynecologist. Just a doctor comes, guy doesn't shower. No, no, for and sure. If, and if the doctor's like, you know what? I'm going to tell you one more time. If you don't shower before you come to see me, I'm not going to see you as a patient anymore. No, that doesn't exist. Doctor just has to plug their nose or not breathe, I guess, for 20 minutes. What they Sometimes you. you're standing next to somebody in line who's gross. Okay. Yeah. What are you going to do? Like get out of my space. I'm entitled to fresh air. It is part of being a human being and living in a community of human beings. These people, our people, our clients are trusting us. They are coming to give us hundreds of dollars every month of their hard-earned money. In your case, I mean, I have you have clients have paid you over twenty thousand dollars over their career, over your business for you know fifteen years, whatever it's been that you've had them. So it's amazing. I mean, that's a lot of money that they are giving you to take care of them. And then you're going to fire someone because they don't wash their lashes? Ladies, I have some clients that I have been with me for over 10 years, and I keep explaining. I take the pictures, and I tell them every time. The fans close when you don't wash them. You see how they get a little crunchy, and they, they get really thick looking? It's because there's makeup spray or hairspray or, you know, there's a little bit of residue from not cleansing. And it just doesn't phase them. They can't, whatever. They won't, whatever. It's not a value. It's not important to them. After this many years, I know that I'm not going to be able to change them. People that you live with, there's things that other people do that drive you nuts, right? For me, it's not that I don't think about it, but I know that the way that I handle knives really bothers you. That's true. She juggles them. No, I don't juggle them. I just, when I'm done with the knife, I put it on the counter. But he's always like, it's on the edge. It's going to hit the dog. Oh, yeah. She leaves knives hanging off the edge of tables. Any precarious place she can put it, she won't ever put it where it's not precarious and just leaves it there so that they'll flip off the edge one day and stab our dog. I just know it's going to (laughs) happen. I just know it's going to happen. One day we're going to come on here and you're going to owe me a huge apology. But I have learned to just give up on bugging you. And I just go and I move the knife in and I pick up after you. And I'm an enabler. Yeah. Well, (laughs) another thing that drives you crazy about me is my... You don't close cupboards either. Don't. And I hit my head on them all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what the heck? Why is it so hard to close a cupboard? Because I'm using the stuff in it. I know, but you didn't open it again when you need to go back to it, but you leave it open for 10 minutes while I'm walking through the kitchen, and all of a sudden, I, if I'm not watching, it's like danger zone. Like, the kitchen is very dangerous with us. It's a... Uh, I wasn't going to say that. My inability to understand spatial things like time and directions. We'll leave a hotel room. She'll always go the wrong direction down the hall. (laughs) Like, Tess, it's down the other way. And and every time we walk out, she'll go left. I'm like, it's right. And and that's okay. I just pull her with me. Or I'll just walk the other way and see if she catches up eventually. Okay, so after all these years, though, I mean, you just kind of put up with it, right? I live with it. Okay. so And the same things for me. Um, I I can't think of anything right now, but you put up a lot of stuff with me. Mm, Sometimes the foot in the mouth. 
The foot in the mouth. Oh, I do something really dumb. Yes. I Yeah. But anyway, love you. <laughs> so the thing is, is that guys, listen, we're going to have to deal with it. You're going to have to deal with people not listening. And it's not that they're trying to defy you. It's just, it's just not a value for them. And you're not going to be able to change them. So, okay. We got that. We, we, you're saying just put up with it and live with it. But there is something you can do. Mm-hmm. that helps to enforce it Absolutely. and maybe change behavior. And what's that? Okay. So what you do is if they have scheduled a one hour appointment, let's say you say, um, oh, okay. I'm going to clean your lashes until they're ready to to start. And then you clean them. And if it takes you longer, you're looking at the clock and you're making sure. And you're like, oh, it took me 15 minutes today to clean all that makeup and all that stuff out. And then you say, I'm about to start your lashes now. It's 15 minutes in. And then at the end of the service, you're going to give them the mirror and you're going to say, we did the best that we can with the time that we had. I had 45 minutes to do your lashes. It was a little bit less because I had to spend so much time cleaning. And so they might not look as full and they'll look at you and say, what? Yeah. And you say, yeah, this is what they looked like when they came in. You took the picture, right? Mm -hmm. And I had to clean them and it took me 15 minutes to get them to look like this. That's when you show them the other picture. Exactly. And they're like, Oh, yeah. So you can explain at that point. Now it's hitting their pocketbook. So I needed them to be this way in order to give you the the service that you're accustomed to so that you can have the longevity. If I don't have them clean like this, you're not going to be happy with my work. So what I suggest is next time making sure that they look like this before you come in. Let's go over one more time how to do that. Now, there are people that aren't going to do that. So they just will book extra time. I have a couple people that book two and a half hours because they're always an hour late. Yeah, they're always late. Or there's one client that comes in always with dirty lashes, and you have to spend the first 30 minutes cleaning them, and she just pays for that. The thing you don't want to do, which does enable it, is when the appointment's at the end, and this is the temptation when you're a people pleaser, they're going, oh, my lashes aren't full. And let's just say you just did the thing with Tessa. Well, that's because I had to wash wash the lashes, da-da-da-da. But don't worry. You can stay for an extra 30 minutes. Do not do that. Let me explain. If you let them do that, they're going to, you're, they are to see you as a pushover and they're going to just take it. They might not even maliciously think that. No, they're no. just going to think that it doesn't matter. You need to end the service at the time that you were going to. And you get them up at the table and you say, oh, did you want more? Well, we can add some more time right now if you want. If you had plans, yeah. honor your plans. But if you if you want to, you can say, listen, it's I can do another half an hour. It's going to be another $50 or yeah, whatever. whatever the charge is for 30 minutes. And then that's going to teach them. The ones that don't want to pay extra – They'll be like, no, 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 no. I don't want to pay extra every time. I'll be here. I'll be on time, and my lashes will be clean. And also the person who doesn't care, they'll just continue to do and pay extra. I mean, it's okay. I mean, by the way, for the client who doesn't want to pay and they leave early and the lashes aren't as full, they'll change their behavior too. They will change Because they're going to be like, wait, my lashes aren't as full. I didn't want to pay extra. So now next time I'm going to come with clean lashes. And for the few that don't deal with it, you just live with it, and it's just part of the job. Welcome yeah. to the lash world, right? Yeah. And the best thing that you can do when you're talking about this is not say you're dirty, not say it's no. clean. It's very neutral terms. It took me this long because there was a lot more to clean this time. And this is where we say clients will fire themselves, right? If the ones, there's going to be a handful, not many, but just a handful who will not want to pay extra, who won't want to clean their lashes, and still want them super full with less time. Yeah. And guess what? You don't budge. You enforce your policies. You stand by them. You be sweet as pie. And guess what they'll do? They'll eventually go somewhere else. We actually just had a person. It wasn't about clean lashes, but she's always got something wrong. Like She's always difficult. 
and she wants us to extend their appointments or let her go farther, appoint, like five, six weeks. And she still no give shows. Her, or she... Whatever it is. Um, well, that's a different person. But um, this other person, yeah, no shows. Uh, oh, that, I yeah, know who you're Yeah, thinking. but this gal, we just were enforcing our policies. I actually told her last time, I think I said, well, maybe we should book you with someone else. Because I really think right now we're not able to meet the needs of what you want. Because I wasn't firing her, but she basically was saying that lashes weren't full enough because she keeps cutting her appointment times and she keeps extending the, t- the time between appointments. And because it was getting difficult to rebook her, I just said, well, it's because it's so hard to rebook right now because Tessa's very booked. Maybe we should get you in with someone else. And then she said no. But then finally, I got the text this week. She goes, yeah, no, I, maybe you can send me some names of people you can recommend and I'll see if I can give it someone else because it seems it's just really difficult to move in your schedule and to times they're best for me. And we're like, amen. Thank awesome. you. I've been praying was, for that. And she says, but I still want to come back one day. And I'm like, that's fine. You, But, you know, hopefully she'll find someone she likes that will be a lot cheaper, sure, and that will probably be a benefit to her because we always figured that money was the big issue for her. She was always trying to cut the appointment down or extend it the times between because the money was tight. So this was a way um, she could lose a safe face and it all worked out. So anyhow, just enforce your policies and they generally will. The really bad ones that you don't like, they're going to leave on their own. So, yeah. All right. Anyhow, I think that's it. We got it. We covered I think we... Yeah. Uh, and just look at it as part of the job. Be sure to be brave enough to have those conversations as well. And we're professionals here. And as professionals, you take the good with the bad. And you, and you just, of course, you have your friends and you can... Raz and say, oh my gosh, this one person, you can unload a little bit, get that, that frustration off. Don't just hold it all day. I did want to share a story about uh, another professional that handled things really, really well. Mm-hmm. And it was not in the beauty industry. It happened to be my gynecologist. Let me yeah. explain. I was pregnant with my daughter. And when you have to go in and have your uh, sugar tested for gestational diabetes. So if you've never been pregnant before, they make you drink this bottle of liquid sugar. And then they make you sit in the waiting area for an hour. And then they take your blood afterwards. And if you're too high, then they make you go back out, drink another one. And they every 10 minutes, they're taking your blood again. Not high like on drugs. but No, but sh- uh, your blood I'm sugar's just, too high. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, that was a stupid joke. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, you're flying. Yes. Get out of here. So anyway, with my daughter, I didn't pass the first one. My sugar was too high. And so I go in to There's drink. And you're baby. fasting. Yeah. And so I drank this thing, and it's so disgusting. It's just so gross. It's like liquid sugar syrup. And I threw up all over the bathroom. Ugh. And then the toilet clogged. And I was like, it it didn't flush, you know? And I was like, oh my gosh, this is terrible. I mean, there's barf everywhere. So I go back out and I'm like, you know, I'm so sorry, but I threw up in the bathroom and the toilet is not flushing. And the doctor came out. I was mortified. The doctor came out. He's like, oh, looks like we've got a little, you know, sometimes the toilet does this. And he like cleaned it up. And he's like, I'm sorry, you have to drink another thing again. But he was so kind to me. And he was like, I couldn't believe that the doctor came out and cleaned it up. And it's like, okay, it's part of the job. You're dealing with human beings and they're messy and they produce stuff. And you have to deal with it. And it's kind of a gift when somebody can be really gracious about that. Yeah. It meant a lot to me. I forgot that story. Did you forget that? I don't remember that. I mean, I kind of have recollection of the horror when you came home so you were so embarrassed. But uh, yeah, yeah. And that's, I think for us, that's a gift that we can give people. Patience, love, kindness, the way we always want to be treated, right? We're not all perfect. We all have our flaws. Sometimes they're not even aware, right? Like they don't know how gross it is, right? Yeah, no, totally. But, and know. I think grace, love, kindness, those are the things that really bless people. And you will create a great following. I mean, one of the things I always think, I'll say this and we should wrap this up before it becomes a mega cast here, is that I think 
when I hear people firing, oh, fire, fire, fire. Well, what if you're not busy? Like, you, you only have three clients in the week, and you're like, oh, one of them's dirty, and everyone's telling you you should fire that dirty client. Great. So now I'm going to go down to two clients? I mean, come on. I mean, you just got to take the good with the bad, and not everyone's going to be pristine. Not everyone's going to have good breath. Not everyone's going to have perfect hair. Not everyone's going to be the most fun client to talk to, right? But it's a job. That's why it's a job, by the way. We're not on vacation. We're not out at the pool side drinking our Mai Tai and doing lashes. No, this is still a job. So while we should love our jobs and we should love what we do, there's still parts that just aren't going to be the every day I go to work and it's just a party. So it's not like really I'm at really a job. Yeah. It just doesn't, that doesn't exist. Crust is always going to be gross. Yeah. And so people out there who, and I see this on Instagram where they post stuff that make it look like their job is perfect and it's always amazing and they always go in smiling. And it's like being in a musical every day. You go in there and everyone's singing, dancing, and high-fiving and the money is just spitting out of the ATM machine into your lap and you're just like, I can't believe I'm being paid to do this. It's like that world does not exist. That's an Instagram fantasy that people like to make to either lord their power over you, make you feel bad, or, or make themselves feel good, whatever they're trying to do. I don't always understand that it's a job. Love what you do, but understand there is good and bad with your job. And uh, don't feel like there's something wrong with you. Like, there's well, nothing wrong with you. I don't like Nobody this likes part. crust. Just, we just yeah. have to deal with it. It's part yeah, of it. It's all good. So, all right. Well, thank you so much. That's a wrap, guys. We are done. We're out of here. And uh, we will have to do this again sometime. Oh, yeah. We'll be back again next week. And I want to ask you to please follow us on Instagram at Lashcast and at the Lash Conference. And remember to subscribe, share, and review. On behalf of my Lash Puyon Tusney, I want to thank you for taking some time to listen. Keep on lashing. And remember, you have a friend in the lash industry. 